Oh yeah. <clears throat> Wait a minute. We're back again with episode 32 of Behind the Brown Podcast. Today, we're delving into a world where fashion meets speed. Fast-paced, ever-evolving universe of fast fashion. And at the forefront of this is dynamic industry is Zara. A brand that has transformed how we view, buy and consume fashion. Well, fast fashion, what is it? It's a term we hear often. But what does it really entail? Well, imagine the latest styles moving from catwalk to store in the blink of an eye, making trendy fashion accessible to everyone. It's a phenomenon that's changed not just our wardrobes, but the very fabric of the fashion industry. In this episode, we're tracing the history of fast fashion and the meteoric rise of Zara, a brand that has redefined the rules of the fashion game. How did a small Spanish retailer become a global fashion juggernaut? What makes Zara's business model so unique and so successful that nobody can say no to Zara like everyone would love it. But join me as we were unravel this story. So imagine it all started in 1975 in La Coronia in Spain. Well, La Coronia is a, a small town or no, I'm saying a small town inside La Coronia in Spain. Oh my God. Now in 1975, La Coronia is a province in the north uh, west of Spain. So the founder, Amancio Ortega, opened the first Zara store, but his vision was far from an ordinary, of course. He wasn't just looking to sell clothes, he wanted to revolutionize the fashion industry. <clears throat> Ortega had a unique philosophy. Fashion should be quick, it should be affordable, and it should be reflects ongoing threats. He observed that high fashion was moving at a rapid pace, but retail stores were slow to catch up. So he thought, why not change that? That's where the idea of fast fashion came to into play. Ortega's approach was groundbreaking, like changed everything. Well, how? Instead of following the traditional fashion calendar, Zara began producing the clothes that were inspired by runway trends and popular styles. The key was Zara's innovative supply chain. They focused on flexibility and speed rather than just cost. This meant Zara could design, produce, and get clothes into store in just a few weeks. Now, by the late 1980s and early 1990s, Zara started expanding beyond Spain. They opened stores in key fashion capitalists like New York and Paris. But how did they go so fast? Well, they success attributed to what we call responsive fashion. They listened to their customers and responded to emerging threats. They went slowly, slowly by opening new shops in Madrid and Barcelona and different places in Spain until they globally expanded. Now Zara's parent company, Inditex, became a model for fast fashion. Inditex is also founded by Amancio Ortega and is kind of a monopoly company that contains Oisho, Stradivarius, Breshka and all these brands. They focused on vertical integration and the, much of their supply chain which gave them unprecedented control over production. This control meant they could, could quickly adapt. Now, as we move forward to 21st century, the story of Zara takes on an even more dynamic turn. Picture this, this era of it, the internet, social media is starting to boom. The consumer habits are shifting rapidly. In this digital age, Zara embraced technology not just to market their products, but to streamline their already speedy production process. But here is where it gets really interesting. Zara started to focus on sustainability, a critical issue in the fast fashion industry that nobody cares about. Now, they launched their eco-friendly collections aiming to reduce their environmental impact and gain more reputation. Because there were so many protests against the fast fashion industry and this kind of production, because it was unsustainable. Throughout the early 2000s, Zara expansion continued at a breakneck pace. They opened stores in new countries, launched online shopping platforms, and their story becomes even more compelling. But Zara's ability to bring runway fashion to store shelves at an unprecedented pace is a marvel. 
They achieve this by integrating technology not only in their design and production, but also in their customer interactions. So their stores were equipped with advanced data collective systems. They were one of the first big brands to create this kind of technology for rapidly scanning, rapidly like paying for everything. And they're just going, that's it. Just buying your products and that's it really fast. But from its humble beginnings in Spain, Zara rapidly grew into a global phenomenon. Their expansion wasn't just about physical stores. Zara embraced online retail. They, bra they broke down geographical barriers. Like they didn't care about anything. They brought fast fashion e-tours towards our audience. Zara's global presence also brought challenges. Well, from managing a complex supply chain to staying sensitive to diverse consumer preferences, yet their ability to adapt and respond quickly to the market changes has kept them at the forefront of the fashion industry. Zara, as we know, revolutionized the fashion retail, but with its unique business model. But the 2010s saw this model being pushed to a new heights. The key was Zara's supply chain strategy. It considered its most innovative component. Unlike other companies taking four to eight weeks from inception to shelf, Zara did it just in two weeks. This rapid turnover wasn't just impressive, it was reshaping how fast fashion operated. But let's not just talk about logistics. Zara's business strategy hinged on flexibility and supply, instant market response, and technological innovation, which made them stand out. They were the only brand in the index group concerned with manufacturing and maintaining a complete vertical organization. This approach made an investment in technology was counterintuitive yet highly effective. Now, marketing was another domain where Zara took in big shift they took a conventional path now so many people as we know there are four types of organization department inside an organization there's finance there is marketing there is operations and there is of course the human resource well zara was focusing more into marketing than anything else the 2010s saw zara addressing also sustainability a critical area now zara's success story was really really helpful in their sustainable cotton and their zero waste from its facilities now, their journey is, was amazing. It was a testament. Like many others, Zara felt the seismic shifts brought on the pandemic. But however, what integrated is that they turned a challenge into an opportunity. Their online sales saw a whopping 68.3 growth from 2019 to 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic. From $26 billion to $44 billion in just a year. The following year, 2021, still saw a healthy growth, reaching $53.4 billion in online revenues. This shift showcased amazing Zara's adaptability in the world and how they're in people's hearts. They have just reached the consumerism and the consumer's heart by their products. But Zara's story isn't just about going digital. It's about creating a synergy between their online and physical stores. By early 2023, Zara had reduced its physical stores by 19.3%, which focused instead on enhancing the in-store experience with digital capabilities, like real-time fitting room bookings, click-and-collect services, and automated online returns. These stores are now more than just retail spaces. They're part of an integrated, efficient hybrid retail model. Zara, as you all know, the founder, Amancio Ortega, stepped down as a CEO in 2017, and his hire or his daughter, uh, Marta Ortega, is right now the CEO of the company, which is taking care of the empire of Zara. <clears throat> we have to remember, <clears throat> Zara's market portfolio is quite diversified, with a strong presence in various global regions. However, the competitiveness of the online fashion market is evident. Brands like Shine are rapidly increasing their online net sales, while Zara, although lagging behind in this race, maintains a significant online presence. So, what did we learn in this episode? 
Fast fashion is a big industry. It's always ever evolving and everyone is trying to copy from it. So <clears throat> we have to remember as we close this chapter that Zara and its transformative journey through the world of fast fashion were reminded of a power of adaptation of forward thinking business. Thinking forward of your other competitors and your generation. Zara's story from a Spanish retailer in a small town until becoming a big fashion powerhouse around the world starting from Spain it was a testament to the importance of agility, customer focus, and embracing technology. Their focus on CRM or customer relationship management was amazing, which adapted their focus. I would like to also thank our sponsor of this episode, which was Weekly Wave or Weekly Wave Online, which provide amazing articles and they have a surprise for you on their website. Just go and check it out. It's amazing. Just read their articles and you will be engaged about how they shape education with technology in one way. It's amazing. Just look at them. Now, I don't like to take more of your time. Thank you so much for joining me today and tuning into this episode of Behind the Brown Podcast, episode 32. And I'm really relieved with your likes and with your follows all the time. Join us next time as we dive into another compelling brand story, uncovering the strategy challenge the terms. I'm not going to spoil this one, of course. The last one I gave you a hint. But remember, every successful brand has a story of innovation and resilience. This is Amir Kajarian, Behind the Brand, signing off. I'll see you soon. Bye.